Good morning, everybody. This is Jane Cormier, your host for Art for Living, here on WKXL, New Hampshire Talk Radio.com, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. And don't forget, here at Art for Living or for any other program here on WKXL. If you miss a program, you can always catch us on our site at NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. So we welcome everybody listening today. We uh, have a very wonderful guest today. Uh, in the past, Art for Living has had quite a number of shows with the Concord Community Music School. Um, they do such exemplary work and really offer the community a musical identity that, that just keeps growing. Uh, and we have here a, a gentleman that I have just met, uh, Daniel Achadi, and he is the executive director at Concord Community Music School. So, Daniel, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you. So, you know what? We're not supposed to tell tales, right? We're supposed to not tell tales out of school. But I have to say, I owe Daniel a huge apology. Um, and I think it's the first time it's happened that I double booked guests last week. So shame on me. This gentleman came out and he was so nice about us, you know, having him come out this week. So thank you again for being so flexible. And again, my apologies right on the air. No problem at all. We are so close that. You know, well, easy you're to very come back. kind. You're very kind. So great. Um, now, I think it's probably been three months or so since we've had anybody on uh, from the music school. I think March was the last was the last visit. So I'm sure there's a lot going on. Um, is there anything that particularly you'd like to pick up and talk about today? Well, uh, it's just been a fantastic year at the music school. Um, this was my first year as director, and so um, it was a huge learning process for me as well, and just getting to know everyone, and um, it's it's an ongoing process. Totally. But it's been uh, an amazing year um, with a lot of growth and a lot of um, enthusiasm and um, encouraging uh, activities and, and bits and pieces of, of, of activity uh, coming out of the pandemic, right. which of course limited a lot of activities, especially groups. Group events, of course. So um, there's really a fantastic uh, energy now of people wanting to come back in person, Yay! wanting to engage musically <laughs> with each other, with with teachers, and and with the community as a whole. Yes. So you know what? You came on at the right time, right? <laughs> Some would say because I'm sure that um, performing arts groups, schools, um, really had a lot to deal with during the epidemic, and I think now this past year, where things are getting back to a normalcy, we're seeing, like you said, that enthusiasm come back. So that's awesome, um, and I'm I had no doubt that uh, your school would weather the challenge. Uh, Conquer Community Music School has been around for a long time. That's right. It's uh, we're going to be entering our 39th year. Wow, soon to be 40th year. Yay! So. Oh my goodness, that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Well, I, I'll tell you, folks, if you have any questions or um, want to find information out about the music school, it's ccmusicschool.org. Ccmusicschool.org, and they have tons of information on this program, um, on their programs, I should say. And if you go to their calendar or events page, it brings you to the same place, you can see everything that's going on. And June seems to be a pretty, oh my goodness, June was very busy, huh? Student recitals, awards recital, oh my goodness, that's great. So what's coming up right now is market days. 
Um, what do you have planned? That's right. So this will be our second year uh, with a booth uh, on May, uh, right in front of the uh, state capitol. Oh, cool. And uh, along with that, we're going to have several participatory activities for everyone to join us. So we welcome everybody in the region to come on out and uh, make some music with us. Oh, my goodness. Well, what are those? Tell us about those activities. That a- sounds like fun. Absolutely. So we have uh, several sessions of music and movement, which is especially for the younger ones out there. Yay. And uh, we're going to have uh, Thursday and Friday, 10 a.m. Um, gatherings for that on, at the State House lawn, and also uh, Thursday at 2 p.m. Cool. And then on Saturday, we have three straight hours of fun. Okay. On Saturday morning. So we have music and movement starting at 10 o'clock. We have a folk jam at 11 o'clock. Oh, my. Which has been, uh, the folk department has been an amazingly um, vibrant part of the music school for a long time. Right. Uh, founded originally by the legendary David Surratt, who unfortunately passed uh, about a year and a half ago. Yes. But uh, we are doing our best to maintain his legacy and and honor all the great work that he did. Awesome. So what will that entail, that so, folk So hour? Folk Jam is, folk again, jam. Uh, extremely uh, uh, just uh, open and ready to welcome anybody that likes to play any kind of instruments. Wow. Uh, we usually focus on uh, Celtic, uh, New England, and uh, French-Canadian traditions. Cool. And I'll be playing myself, uh, even though I'm a classical musician, but uh, I'll be strumming along. Oh my, that's awesome. uh, So that's going to be at 11 o'clock on Saturday. Okay. So that should be fun. And then at 12, we are going to have a drum circle as well. How cool. What a great idea. So you know what? Uh, All the years that I've been to to Market Days, I don't recall ever seeing that kind of um, you know, activities going on there. So you're right in front of the state house, and that greenery in the front, that green area is that. I'm assuming that's where you'll be doing it. Yes, exactly. Beautiful. What a great exactly. location, huh? Yeah, and hopefully it won't be 90 degrees like yes. last year, so that will help. But. I don't think so. <laughs> we we seem to be having a trend where it's pretty moderate these days. But so we'll we'll keep our fingers crossed. But yeah, so um, market days Friday and Saturday. Saturday being in the morning, right? Yep, and even on Thursday we're going to have the the early childhood activity. Right, at 10 is o'clock. that 10 o'clock? Yes. yes. Yes, awesome. Yeah. All right, so that's that's going to be great. And I'm sure that you'll have information available at your booth as well. Yes, absolutely. Friend. Lots of information about all of our different activities and a, a few goodies as well. Yes, a few goodies. Ooh, I'm tempted. I'm definitely going to be checking in. Um, we'll be, WKXL will be walking around uh, market days and I'm sure it's going to be a great day or a great three days, I should say, right? Um, All right. So let's take a look here. I'm going to go right to the website because the website usually is the best way to navigate. Um, And we'll start on lessons and programs. So that must be a huge part of what you do, correct? Yes, absolutely. So uh, we do a lot of different things. Uh, Private lessons is one of the things that we we offer. And that's, of course, the the, uh, most... uh, you know, personalized right. way that we we reach people with mm. with music one and on one exactly, and we we offer pretty much any instrument, uh, many different styles, uh, including audio production as well, oh, and cool. composition and uh, musicianship and voice and voice of course <laughs> absolutely um, can't forget that for me voice is is an instrument and so I totally. I I group it along. It's the original instrument in it many ways, is. along it, with percussion. It is, absolutely. Percussion probably, although, you know, pretty. they must be pretty close when you think about it, you know, as long as that we've been vocal. I'm sure that some sound was was manifest, but certainly drumming and percussion was 
was there too. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. As, as I always say with, with my imaginary uh, evolution uh, of music, I always think of all, all of our instruments as originating from the voice mm-hmm. as ways to imitate various different parts of our voice. Oh, interesting, yeah. And uh, percussion imitating our heartbeat. Oh, there you go. Wow, very cool. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So what is your major? What was your major? What, do, what is your instrument? Oh, I'm a classical guitarist. Classical guitarist. So uh, I went to school for that. Um, and uh, kept on going because I loved it so much. Yes. Where did you yeah. go, hon? Uh, I went to undergrad at Cornell University. Beautiful. And then uh, to New, New England Conservatory for my master's and my doctorate. Wow. Good for you. So you're at a good place. I mean, I know that they've really, like you said, had had a, a foundation with um, folk music. And, you know, guitar has been just a huge thing here in New Hampshire. Um, everywhere you go, really, if you go to a restaurant, if you go, you know, su- Saturday evening concerts, you see an awful lot of folks that are playing that music. So that's awesome. So you're a classical guitarist. Yes. You must have had a lot of fun playing uh, recitals. You know, I wish we saw more recitals on classical guitar. It mm. doesn't seem to be... Of course, we're not seeing many huge recital concerts, I think, sadly, um, you know, for a lot of the instruments. I'm not sure mm. what that's about. We used to see a lot more of song recital, you know, when I was younger, a lot younger than you. But I mean, when I was in college, you know, you could go in and and pretty much go to any music school and see, you know, a vocal recital or, or you know, a band, you know, orchestra. Um, and I suppose conservatories are still doing it, but I think it's great that your school does it. Um, June was heavy for recitals, so that's great. I love that. Absolutely. And, and again, now that everybody's, you know, ready to go back into the wild, um, <laughs> I, I, I think there are uh, just many opportunities to, to grow all of these things, both on the educational side, but also the performance side. Yeah. So uh, we've been very excited to, to offer several performances already this past year. We had the Soggy Poe Boys come and give an evening concert, which mm-hmm. was really lovely, uh, New Orleans-style jazz cool. group. And uh, we had a, a jazz evening as well at the Capitol Center for the Arts Beautiful. at the Bank of New Hampshire stage. Mm-hmm. And we actually have a really special outdoor performance coming up in July, on July 20th. Ooh. So this is going to be a free performance at our outdoor stage uh, located um, at uh, 26 Fayette. It's the, uh, I believe, Fletcher Murphy Park. And uh, we have a, a little outdoor stage area, and there's a park right next to the music school, so you can bring your lawn chairs and picnic and uh, see this amazing uh, fusion folk and improv- improvisatory group. Awesome. So July 20th. Yes, well, you know what? We're going to take a little break now, but when we come up on the other side of our break, we'll take up where uh, your July 20th concert, because I'd like to ask you a little bit more about that. This is Art for Living, your host, Jane Cormier, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and of course, the new 101.9 FM in Manchester. So hang tight. We will be right back. Welcome back to WKXL. This is Jane Cormier, your host of Artful Living, here at WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester, NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. And uh, we have a wonderful guest today from the Concord Community Music School, Daniel Archadi. He's the executive director there, and he's been sort of filling us in on things that have been happening in June. When we uh, left our last segment, we talked about a free concert coming up on July 20th at 26 Fayette, and it's the Fletcher Murphy uh, Park. 
you said, and there's an area for some chairs. So tell us a little bit more about the concert that will be on July 20th. Sure. So we're going to be joined by Acoustic Nomads, a fantastic young group uh, centered from Boston. And uh, they have amazing training in both uh, jazz, improvisatory music and folk music as well. So it's going to be a really wonderful, eclectic set, uh, just fun for pretty much everybody in the whole family there. Yes. that And isn't that important? I yeah. mean, you know, free for the folks to enjoy. Uh, obviously, a quality group and, and friends and family can get together. It's a wonderful opportunity. Good for you. Good for you. So was, was this a group that you personally um, knew about or were part of? Or? Well, as I'm noticing in New Hampshire, everybody kind of knows everybody else <laughs> a little bit. And yeah. so uh, uh, they they reached out to us, but there were several uh, common people within the faculty of the music school. So um, there are definitely some connections, and yeah. it's, it's, it's great to have them here. Absolutely. Awesome. All righty. So is anything else coming up that's that's happening in the summer? Oh, nothing at all. Nothing <laughs> at all. No, we've got, we've got lots of things going on. And, and one of the, the really great things about the summer is we've been expanding our summer summer programs um, in, in several different areas. Great. And those are kicking off on the 26th, so just in a couple of weeks. Wow. So so tell us about these programs. Sure thing. So uh, on June 26th, we have a Piano Dynamos camp for uh, children. Um, and the special part about this is a lot of piano playing tends to happen solo mm-hmm. when you're practicing or having your lessons. And right. this is an opportunity for kids to really gather together and enjoy making music on pianos and keyboards nice. together for a week. Yeah. Fun. Yep. So that's going to be, that's, this is the first time we're running it. And what uh, is the age group for that? Um, it's, it's pretty much about, I, I, we can be a little bit flexible. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's about ages nine through, you know, end of middle school or okay. early high school. Cool. Yeah. All righty. And uh, we will also have a Folk Frontier Camp, which is also the first time we're going to run it, which is specializing in uh, folk music. Also for children. Okay. And uh, ages are 8 to 16, and we're hoping for, you know, students with at least a year of experience. Yeah, so a little bit. So not a lot, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, following that, we're going to have the return of our summer jam camp, which okay. is uh, oriented towards uh, rock, popular music, a little bit of improv, and uh, that's uh, for grades 5 to 12, and that will be happening on July 17th through the 21st. Okay, you know what? The Folk Frontier, um, when does that one go in? Oh, yes. That will be July 10th July through 10th. 14th. So these, these camps happen start June 26th through July. Yes, exactly, gotcha. with the uh, Independence Day week being off because yeah. it's a really awkward schedule this year. Yeah, well, you know what? That's always a bad week for everybody anyway. They're busy doing things, and you know, so that's probably smart, right? So Summer Jam is grades 5 through 8. Is that what you said? 5 through 12. 5 through 12. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. And then following that, we have three weeks of our Creative Arts Camp program. And this is for uh, elementary aged uh, students, uh, grades one to six. And that's going to be kicking off July 24th. And it will go anywhere from one to two to three weeks. So uh, people can sign up really for what they prefer. And that's a really special camp because we are doing uh, a lot of introductions to different musical instruments and singing and recorder. We're also doing a visual arts component, so nice. the, the kids are going to have art class as well, and also movement and dance. That is great. I mean, that is the creative arts, right? 
I mean, you have to encompass everything if you're going to call it creative arts. That's great. So that is going to be um, meaning during the day. What times? Yes. Uh, so those are pretty much full day programs starting about, you know, a little before nine o'clock mm. and finishing uh, around 430 or so, wow. depending on the, the camps. Uh, the jam camp is a half day program, but mm. everything else is, is kind of that full day, full day program. Yeah, that's a lot of programming for you. Yes. That's that's serious programming for a, for a perform, you know, for performance camp per right. se, you know. So the creative arts, can someone take it for three weeks if they were so inclined? Yeah, absolutely. So it changes each week. Yes, there's there's different kind of focus points there right. in different projects. And and I think that that is a really, really something that families should think about because they're, if they're, especially since you're doing all manner of the arts in there, um, I'm, I'm a big believer that we got to get our kids out there or else they're going to stay home playing games and being on the phone. Um, I don't know. It's just me as a teacher. I would so much prefer my kids to be able to interact with good, you know, good teachers, helping them with their peers to, to produce music or movement or art. Um, so, you know, one to three weeks, I'd take advantage of all three if I could. I would anyway. But that's just me. So that's great. Um so creative arts in the, in those camps. I'm just interested. How many people do you have that run those that day for you? Do you have you must have multiple teachers because that's a big day. Yeah, absolutely. So we have uh, three teachers. Three. Uh, one for each art medium. Genre. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Very cool. So it's going to be very busy there. Yes, it will be, and and that's what makes us happy is to have. Activity. Activities and, and <laughs> smiles and laughter and lots of great music, you know, at all times at the school. Absolutely. So we, are, we are very happy to be able to offer all of these programs. Um, in addition to that, of course, we also have private lessons available throughout the summer, and that tends to be very flexible. It's a great time to actually try an instrument for the first time. Sure. Because there's not a longer commitment sometimes that goes with having to do something during the school year. During the year, you're right. Yeah. And especially if you're younger, if you're a student, you know, in, in school. Um to be able to have that time where you're not so distracted with everything else, I would I would imagine summer summer would be a great time to figure out if um, you liked that. Yeah. So that's great. All right. So um, again, all of these uh, wonderful opportunities throughout the summer are available at ccmusicschool.org. And um, so, Daniel, do you teach at all during the day? I do teach a little bit, yes. Uh, I considered myself this year kind of like a backstop guitar teacher, meaning that if um, we get an inquiry that, um, you know, where another teacher is not available, yes. then I'm happy to step in and oh. take on some new students. Good for you. And also there are some students who are uh, interested more specifically in classical guitar right. or the intersections between classical music and other styles. You know what? Why don't we tell our folks out here listening, because I'm sure that they might not understand what is that difference. I mean, what is that difference within the genre of, of guitar that would be classical as opposed what to, what do you call it? I don't want to say folk or, you know. Or popular. Popular. Or, or, there you go. Yeah. So these definitions can get uh, somewhat complicated, okay. especially if you go into towards, you know, musicology or music history. But um, what we traditionally refer to as classical music is is the the history of Western art music mm -hmm. based on composers and a specific set of guidelines and uh, music theory approaches sure. over the last 
thousand years, pretty mm-hmm. much. So, how does the how does that change or affect the playing? So, classic uh, classical guitar uh, emerged out of playing lute in the Renaissance period and uh, Baroque guitar and other plucked instruments that were played sometimes in in royal courts mm-hmm. and also by you know just uh, uh, merchants and. Uh, it kind of evolved into a salon culture during the 1800s. So it became very popular in France, in Italy, in Vienna. And then, of course, Spain was always a a hub of of guitar playing. And so uh, that tradition has been carried through, and there have been uh, composers writing music in that classical tradition for guitar, or guitar with a combination of of other instruments. Yes, absolutely. So the classical guitarist is playing notes. Um, Would you say more notes driven than perhaps the more uh, popular guitar, which is more chordal? Uh, is there is that an assumption? that uh, It's both. Is it? And it's generally played with fingers, so mm-hmm. finger style. And there are specific techniques. And uh, we read music generally, uh, sheet music versus tablature or right. just by rote in, in many other traditions. Yeah. And so uh, it can get pretty complicated because we are doing melodies and we are also accompanying our own yeah. melodies right. at the same time, right. more similarly to piano. Right. Except that you're plucking the strings. Yes. Yeah. I, I've always found the classical guitar fascinating when you listen to the greats play. It's almost like you forget that it's a guitar. It almost becomes like an instrument that's not the guitar that you used to hear, you know, that I that I would normally hear. Such beautiful sounds that can come out of it. Um, who was your instructor at uh, when you were at um, in Boston? Uh, my instructor was Elliot Fisk, who's a uh, legendary American guitar player who was uh, one of the last students of Andre Segovia, who is the big, uh, um, the 20th century uh, uh, great great of, <laughs> of the classical guitar. He's really the, uh, the person, Andre Segovia, who popularized uh, classical guitar around the world during the 20th century. Absolutely. He's the guy. He is the guy, yeah. I think, for name associated with guitar, right? That's awesome. All right, this is Jane Cormier. We're going to take a little break here at Artful Living. Daniel Achadi, I want to say that right, Achadi. You got it. From um, Concord, Music, Con- Concord Community Music School. And WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. And we will be right back after this. back to Art for Living. Jane Cormier, your host today here on WKXL, New Hampshire Talkradio.com. WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Today we have Daniel Achadi from Concord Community Music School. He is the executive director at the school. And uh, if you weren't with us in our first couple of segments, we were really discussing all of the wonderful enhanced and enlarged uh, community offerings and and class offerings at the Concord Community Music School this summer. So you really want to take a peek at their website, ccmusicschool.org, because there's a lot to look at there. Um, And that's great. So... You know what? We're looking at uh, the the website right now, and we've gone through all of the classes and and stuff. I I really remember that we had someone on quite a while ago that was from from the music therapy um, wing of your school, and it was a wonderful interview. I learned an awful lot um, meeting with him. 
why don't you tell us a little bit, because I think that that is something that maybe a lot of people don't know about. It says expressive arts therapies, and this is offered at the school. So if someone hasn't heard about it, what's it all about? Yes, I'm so glad you're mentioning this, um, because it's a really big part of what we do at the music school. And uh, music therapy and uh, arts therapy, we have both uh, dance movement therapy and music therapy at the school. And it's uh, using music or dance and movement as as tools for uh, achieving specific um, goals during a therapeutic process. Mm -hmm. So uh, examples are maybe uh, kind of easier. Uh, For example, a music therapist might work with a client who has uh, Parkinson's. Mm -hmm. And uh, with the help of music, and they can um, work together to achieve specific goals to Uh, alleviate some of the symptoms and make the person with Parkinson's uh, feel better Mm -hmm. and and also improve their mobility and, you know, associated um, challenges. challenges, Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So the music therapy, um, I'm talking only about that because I know a little bit more about the music therapy than I would the dance movement, but um, really rather new, uh, rather new um, entry into, you know, the music music lesson I want to say or the music school um, there are a few companies that will you know music schools that will offer this but I think that you guys do it at a really you know on a a really large scope a larger scope than most right and what I find fascinating about music therapy is that it can in a general way it can really assist in a very specific way right when when people come in because of a challenge it's just amazing to me that the specific, you can specifically use it for, for someone, you know, that might be you know, mood, mood issues, mental health, um, disabilities, you know, a physical disability even. Uh, I just think it's fascinating stuff. And it's almost like never ending. When you stop to really think about it, you could just keep going with that like forever and ever. Music's such a malleable and healthful thing, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, we all know when we engage with the arts and we engage with music that that it it has really amazing properties to make us feel better, to to uh, make us more coordinated, to to, uh, you know, help us through our days. Yeah. But what's also very special that with music therapy, our our therapists are board certified and highly trained so that they have the tools and the plan. They know how to use the vision and know how to use use these art forms to yeah. achieve very specific results. Yeah. It, uh, I think that's so cool when you stop to think about it because I think, you know, before we really had a, 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 a name for music therapy, you know, it's in specificity, um, we all knew music was good for us, right? We all knew it could make you feel good. That's why people like to listen to music because there's just a natural emotive thing that happens there. But I don't think when I was young, um, in any big way, you know, any real way, did we understand just how much how much importance it can have in 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 a healthful day-to-day existence kind of thing you know yeah absolutely it's it's definitely a profession that that is relatively young having emerged um i believe uh, out of world war ii and uh seeing the amazing effect that that music could have on returning veterans yes and it has really uh, spread and, and has such positive impacts on so many levels for people of all ages, from, yep. from birth to older adults right. as well. Right. Hospice, I know it's very important. And I can see that one. Um, you know, being a musician myself, I could certainly understand uh, the, the benefits, right, of, of having music 
in a hospice setting. Yeah. You know, really important. Absolutely. That's great work. So you also, though, you said you have dance movement therapy. Uh, so tell us a little bit about that. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and one of our faculty members, Heather Bigelow Hearn, is, is an absolute expert, and she has been working here in the Concord area, uh, sometimes working with uh, up to 400 children per week, oh and also goodness. countless uh, adults and uh, older adult programs as well. Oh Gosh, so, 400 uh, kids. Absolutely. That's wow. a big part of what we do at the school. So we definitely have programs uh, related to just education, but um, reaching out in the community and working with people both uh, for education but also for therapeutic purposes has mm-hmm. been a really big part of the mission of the school. Yeah, it's and I think growing from what we see, right? Yeah. So when on the website it says the dance movement therapy is the use of movement to promote emotional, social, behavioral, cognitive, and physical integration and goals within an individual for the purpose of improving health and wellness um, and well-being, quality of life, right? So this is all great stuff. Do you have... Um, I, I imagine that there's many different ages involved within that program, right? Yeah. And so if someone, how does someone know to connect with you with this? Like what would drive them to, to, to ask you about the dance movement therapy? Um, I think it, be, it can have uh, a giant impact on pretty much all populations, all ages. And um, if you love to move, if you love to dance, and uh, you're also looking for support of some sort, then I think it's it's really that's the only thing you need in order just to reach out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have consultations, and we're happy to talk with any individuals about what might be the best fit for someone based on their needs. Yeah. Um, but it, it's all those things that, you know, maybe you close your bedroom door and start dancing because you want to feel better. Mm-hmm. You can kind of experience a yep. little bit of that. So I would assume, too, though, I mean, if someone, let's say, were, was injured or had a head injury or, um, you know, had some sort of a, a health issue, would there be like doctors that or, or facilities that would point them in your direction? Like, does that hap- does that conduit happen at all? It, it does happen. Yes. Um, and, you know, different doctors and different you know, uh, organ medical associations have those connections, and yeah. they will recommend people based on their needs to to therapists of, of different kinds. Of sure. course, I imagine yeah. balance. You know, neuro- neurologically, absolutely, this would be like key, right? Because you could work right on that on the nerve center that you know is challenging through the the dance therapy. Yes, absolutely, and and a key, really key part of that is is rhythm. Yeah, rhythm. Everything that we do as as humans is is, is deeply connected to rhythm. Um, from from how our, our, our brain works, how yes. our neurons fire. Um, there's rhythmic organization to our thinking. Absolutely, to not, our heart. Exactly, not <laughs> to mention our movements. So, yes. so um, it, it can help in, in pretty much all of our well-being and all of our functioning. Totally. Isn't that cool? I mean, I don't think, again, I, I don't, nobody stops, I really think, to think about how rhythm, right, but would play in their life. But when you stop to think it, even our bad habits are rhythmic in a way. You know, or our good habits even, you know, but even how we integrate, you know, in the world can be rhythmic. How odd that is, I think, you know, it's very cool. In fact, when, when, uh, before we went on the air, I was talking to Daniel about the fact that when guests come on, um, sometimes, and and it's not you, I mean, I've had people here that are kind of afraid, you know, they come to and they see the mics and they're like, ooh, and uh, they always want to know the questions beforehand, you know, they say, well, what are you going to ask me? And I'll say to them, 
you know, I don't want to give the pre-questions because the rhythm of the answer changes. And the people that are now listening in their cars or on the radio or at home is different, you know, once you've had the discussion. And I think that that really is very true, even in, in, a, in a sense, who would think that rhythm would play there, you know, but it really does. Rhythm is in everything that we have and music and, and dance just bring it out. Yeah. That's so cool. Absolutely. Yeah, very cool. Now you have something called Expanding Horizons. So what is that? Expanding Horizons is a program that uh, we're going to be, uh, I believe we're going to be starting it in the fall. Oh, cool. And uh, it is for teens, ages uh, 11 to 14. And I believe we will have also an age group uh, for high school as Mm -hmm. well. And uh, that is using, uh, you know, music and movement and dance uh, therapeutic tools uh, for to give uh, a a safe space for uh, teens to uh, talk about any challenges they're facing, whether it's anxiety, which, of course, we are all facing right now, um, (laughs) and and any other challenges, mental challenges that they're facing and a way to kind of use use all of these wonderful tools of the arts to help express these feelings and work and through address them. them yeah. yeah, absolutely. Wonderful idea. That's a cool class. Uh, so you are at Artful Living right now. You're listening to Artful Living. Jane Cormier, your host. Daniel Achardi from the Concord Community Music School is here as our guest. We're going to take a little break. WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord and 101.9 FM in Manchester. We will be right back. Thanks. Welcome back to Art for Living. Jane Cormier, your host today. And we have Concord Community Music School Executive Director Daniel Achadi here with us. And we've been having a great chat. It's going by fast, isn't it? <laughs> yes. It goes by very quickly once we get going. And, of course, there's too much good, good stuff here on your site, um, which makes everything go quicker. So uh, where we're talking about all of the really enhanced classes that the uh, music school is now offering and seems to be growing exponentially, I swear. Every time you guys come in, there's a whole new block of new stuff, which is cool. Uh, when we left um, our last segment, we were talking about Expanding Horizons, which is an adolescent group that um, offers a safe, safe space, right, to explore feelings of anxiety, identity, and expression. I don't know if there's ever been a time in our history that we've needed this more. I think you can easily offer that for adults, and it would be um, just as needed. Uh, You know, let's face it, technology is great, but I think some of technology has really um, exacerbated the challenges of adolescents, you know, as they're growing up in it. Um, So this has the opportunity to use movement and music to... uh, explore the connection of mind, body, and emotion. And I love that. So can you give me an idea of like, can you give me an idea of what might happen in one of our, one of those classes for Expanding Horizons? Like, how would they put that together? Uh, well, I'm not the instructor for it. So this is... Uh, You're going to uh, guess? Maybe we can have, yes, maybe we can have the instructor <laughs> on at some point in sure. the fall. But I'm, I'm, uh, I can definitely share some techniques. Um, part of it is, uh, you know, you can, you can talk about a keyword of, of something that you're feeling and say, 
Can you, with a body movement or two, illustrate how you're feeling? Oh my, very for example. Cool. So that's one thing. Or in music therapy, of course, it could be, can you uh, use this melody and add some words to it to explain how you're feeling? Very cool. So it's 3D. Yeah, absolutely. You're working in, in multi-dimensions of the brain right from the beginning, which is always good. Um, in working through things, I think. The more brain activity, the better. So it uses visual arts and expressive writing, music, activities, um, to work toward, you know, whatever might be something that's challenging the youngsters. Absolutely, and and sometimes it can be very surprising, the direction that it goes to, and it can be extremely rewarding by the end of that process. Oh, I'm sure. And it's all about that process. You know what you said about it's surprising? I I teach, I still teach um, part-time. I'm at St. John's Regional School. Love love it there. And um, as a music teacher, I try to do a whole lot more than just, you know, what most... I'm pretty old. I'm pretty good at this, right? So I could be kind of creative in what we do. But I can't tell you daily, I'm always surprised at what is picked up by a particular student that you didn't think went anywhere with that student. It happens all the time to me. You would think I would know by now to never gauge it. Just don't gauge it. Just put it out there and let it live because I'm always surprised like a student coming up at the end of the end of the year, someone that, you know, was never a problem, but you just didn't know if you got to them. You don't know if they really got your love and passion, you know, for what you were doing. And they just come up the last day and big hug and and said, I love you, Mrs. Cormier. I was like, oh, my goodness. And you know what? They did get it. They just weren't able to maybe manifest it to where I could see that they got it. And I walked away saying, yeah, wouldn't have thought that one, you know. So you're right. You, you're absolutely right. When you offer these classes, you just never know what, what you're going to be offering. Um, and it's always good, but I mean special with the special thing you can offer. Yes, absolutely. And the, and the makeup and the content of these kinds of classes and, and uh, sessions often depend on the people who are there. Yeah. And, and they will go in the directions that, you know, with the tools that the therapist has right. to address the needs of, of the people that who are there. That specific Very person. specifically, yeah. just like teaching a, you know, private lesson. Oh. The teachers have to be flexible and have to be ready to... to no, the good ones. <laughs> the good ones. We'll talk. I mean, every, I, I know everybody has good intent, but I'm old enough to, um, to be able to say that if the teacher, no matter what you're teaching, but specific, you know, for me, arts are a whole different dimension. You know, it's not math. It's kind of... You know, beyond that, because it will inculcate everything that you're you're experiencing. Um, if you can't go with the student, if you can't follow where they're going, you are not going to be as effective as you could for that student. And it doesn't matter how old they are. Uh, you have to be able to be flexible and see and take those nonverbal cues and, you know, where they're manifesting spots of real great promise and hinge it all together and be able to help them, that's a great teacher. And um, I'm sure the school has a plethora, but... Absolutely. I've been so impressed um, whenever I've seen our teachers and our therapists at work this year. It's it's an amazing group of faculty and staff as well. And 
the really amazing part about this is oftentimes we associate a music school with primarily uh, serving younger populations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, our school is is really uh, special in that all ages Yay. are extremely represented at the school. And we have a lot of adult students of all ages and from all walks of life. Awesome. Very actively and energetically participating in our activities. I think that's and, always been true there, you know. That school always has had a good demographic across the board. That's that's a good thing. That shows yeah, you something's absolutely. right. And even for the summer, <laughs> even though I've, I've talked a lot about our programs for children, we also have programs for adults, which is great. So I'll put in one more plug oh, here please for do, please. our uh, instant folk ensemble workshops. And oh, those okay. will be specially directed to high schoolers and adult students who are interested in uh, exploring folk music a little bit. Okay, so when is that happening? And that will be on Saturdays. So it will be on four Saturdays in July on the 8th, the 15th, the 22nd, and the 29th. Okay. And it's going to be uh, directed towards intermediate musicians, uh, again, high school through adult, on all folk, folk instruments. Okay, and tell me again the name of that program. Instant Folk Ensemble. Instant. Exactly. Oh, that's a good word in today's day and age, right? Instant Folk Ensemble. And folks can, is I would assume that they have to sign up for the four. Uh, no, you can pick, actually. You can actually you, you, just pick and drop in. You can do one, or you could do more. Um, and it's it's really great because there's going to be uh, two instructors and uh, per workshop. And the first hour is going to be about um, learning a tune or knowing how to arrange a tune. And then the second hour is kind of the jam session where how everybody cool. can just let loose. Yeah, so you could do whatever you want. You could take one or four. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, that's great. So is that new this summer? Yes, that's going to be new it's as well. It's brand new. All right, well, I, I'm sh- is that on your website? I'm sure it is. Yes. Okay, so that's one of the things that you can find at ccmusicschool.org. Um, and boy, instant folk ensemble. There it is. You got to go and try that one. That's great. Um, Much better than instant coffee. Yes. <laughs> Not that I don't drink it sometimes. <laughs> he has to admit. Yeah, life's crazy, right? So um, anything else that you want to let folk know about? Um, you know, you know better than I what, what is, you know, what's coming up. So let's let's make sure we get it out there. Uh, I think really the best place is to just uh, check out our website, uh, meet us at Market Days, and uh, we just always will be adding uh, programs, activities, and really just join us. We are truly devoted to this idea that we want to allow access to everyone here in our region, in our community, uh, to enjoy the benefits of of music and dance and movement therapies. Absolutely. Good. That's awesome. Um, There is one tab I'll I'll just point out that, folks, um, if you have any desire to maybe volunteer uh, or support uh, Concord Community Music School, either are great things. Either. Um, And there's a little tab here that tells you volunteer at CCMS. Um, and also, it tells you on there how to support, which are, is really important. You know, if you want to maintain a strong nonprofit entity of the arts in your community, uh, you need to support it, and you need to support it in any way that you can. And of course, financial is always a good thing. Uh, and and there it tells you a whole bunch of different ways that you can do it. So don't be shy. Okay, go on to ccmusicschool.org and get in there and see how you can help this great school keep thriving which indeed it is. A really big part of our, our mission is to provide financial aid and also, in some cases, tuition-free uh, classes. Yes. So uh, it's it's a huge part of our mission, and we couldn't do it without our donors and our supporters. Of course. I'm sure that that's number one priority is tuition remission, you know, paying scholarship, I mean. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Um, so you came in this year, Daniel? Yes, uh, just a little over a year ago. A little over a year ago. Okay. And um, do you live in the area? Uh, what do you mean by area? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Are you drive in? I, I'm driving, yes, from Massachusetts right okay. now. Okay. Where do you live? Uh, outside of Boston. Outside of Boston. Wow. That's a, that's a ride, huh? It's not too bad. Not too bad, huh? Not too bad. Okay. Well, there it is. Maybe sometime you'll figure, you'll, you'll say, you know, I want to get closer and uh, not make such a long... I definitely want to. It's a process. It's a process. <laughs> These days, yeah, it definitely is a process. Absolutely. So um, I see that you have a, a lot of people on the on the support page. Um, now, of course, Catherine Southworth, I'll, I'll point out, she's, she's one of my, um, I love Catherine. She's a great gal, um, great pianist, even better accompanist, I swear. I mean, she's she, an amazing pianist, uh, piano teacher and collaborative pianist. Yes. Uh, it's the sensitivity with which she's able to uh, support each of the students that yeah. she accompanies is is absolutely amazing. Yes, yeah. I totally agree with you. And as far as anyone, um, we've you know there was an I ran an opera company for a number of years, and of course there were many times that we went to Boston. You know that you would get accompanists to play the opera rep, which might not be the most normal rep for most. You know accompanists unless they studied it right mm-hmm. but anytime we could have Catherine we did because we just knew it was going to be spot on and uh she's a really gifted gal so she was very busy this june so i'll bet <laughs> i'll bet she was so daniel thank you very much for coming on artful living um again anybody out there ccmusicschool.org there's uh concord what is that concord what do we call that those days again uh, market days. There we go. Concord, the market days coming up. They have a table right in front of the state house. Get down there and visit. This is Jane Cormier, your host, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. NewHampshireTalkRadio.com. See you next time.